Hey gamers, welcome to the first episode of the Winds Up Podcast, your number one source for competitive gaming news as well as other gaming news from around the world. On today's episode, we have, of course, myself, Mr. Robert Angelo, special guest, Hood Squirrels. Yo, what's up, guys? Special guest, Mr. Mikio. What's going on, guys? And our host, the one, the only, that's Gertie. <laughs> wow wow okay wow mike can't even be a host he has to be a guest it's yeah pretty it's much crazy. what's going on with that <laughs> so anyway we have a very interesting podcast for our inaugural episode all right gertie you guys the news all right i guess we can start off with blizzard um they released hero 31 about a few weeks ago it was um, announced on seagull's podcast seagull's twitch stream yeah, um, and the controversy with him is he is a villain with uh, mental instability. Oh, what? Yeah, and so they've been attacking the character. Yeah, um, so they had an issue with him being a um, a hero, well, not a hero because he's on the villain side, but a character with mental health issues and being a villain. Um, oh, demonizing people with mental health. Yeah, I don't really see it that way, but that's how they've been approaching. Who died? That was me. Sorry. <laughs> you okay? Oh no, squirrel. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that's kind of how they've been um going about the whole thing. They've been attacking Blizzard for the concept of the character, um, where I feel like. T- for this type of character, I feel like they did it as tastefully as possible. Maybe they could have done the whole sock thing, but I don't think that would fit the right aesthetic for the character. Um, I do think it um, it's just it is just jarring and weird to see him with no shoes on as he's floating and just being barefoot. Yeah, so supposedly people with mental health uh, it's the ones who sell this uh, asylum look. Yes. Because people with shoes can harm themselves with the laces. Uh, I should have gave them those I, uh, hospital socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think it would be weird. I just find it funny in 2019 that they're borrowing all these like dated tropes and ideologies from like the 90s and 80s about people with mental health. I don't think it's tropey. I, I have a question about that. Doesn't Overwatch already have a character that has mental health issues? Um, I don't think so um i think you're thinking of symmetra uh yeah doesn't she have a mental disorder or mental disability uh no not exactly um what's the term for it um she has autism but i'm not sure that's why i asked yeah um she's a savant she has a type of um autism that's oh okay okay i didn't even know that yeah it's not the same type of classification um, Interesting. Of what Sigma has. Sigma has like multiple personality disorder or um, split personality disorder. I'm not too sure what the exact term is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but when you have people that deal with people that are from that have mental health issues and stuff like that, and are attacking the company, saying that these things aren't indeed factual, especially with the all these just the shoelaces and all these different things his backstory then i guess clearly it didn't I, you, I guess you can chalk it up to lazy uh character creating 
Well, I don't really see it as lazy because I feel like they really did their research. That's the one thing I credit Blizzard for is they actually go in depth for um, their character creation. And um, right. Yeah. And for people who are at the level of instability as Sigma is, then he would be in a facility that wouldn't give him shoes. As um, Squirrel said, he would have like the little slippers or socks on. Um, because um, I've gone to visit people who've been in that situation and no, they aren't given shoes. And this person was nowhere near the level of where Sigma is currently. I just feel like with the current state of where we are in our country right now, we're just a little bit more sensitive to people with mental health issues. And we're trying to create this narrative to help them. And I feel like people looking at this from the outside feel like this was a little bit more damning than it actually was. Oh, I see. What, I, I can kind of see what you're saying. I just think the the point that we have to understand here is that so if the character is supposed to represent a person of, with mental health or disorders or problems, things like that, mental health is a, you can have different there's different diagnoses, there's different uh, different diseases, things like that. It's like very broad, right? So if, yes, if the game is portraying mental health, right? He's yeah, someone with mental health problems, or someone who doesn't wear shoes or something that's supposed to represent the asylum and things like that. Someone who's playing the game has, doesn't have a direct, uh, doesn't have a direct contact or doesn't have much knowledge in regards to mental health is going to assume if someone says they have mental health then this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Think uh, um, DJ and Street Fighter. Never met a Jamaican a day before in my life. I've played Street Fighter all my life and you think every Jamaican is dancing with maracas and stuff like that, doing backflips with braids. <laughs> you mean they don't? Braids in their hair. Not me. I, I, I'm, I'm from New York. I've, I've met plenty of Jamaicans. But they don't? Just in general. Uh, Rob, do they do that? <laughs> I don't believe that they do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think the thing is people are afraid that people are going to start, uh, they're going to take this one instance of what, of what uh, Blizzard is, portraying as mental health and take that as the general spectrum as okay yeah, try to generalize them yeah this is what people yeah. with mental health look like and things like that and then another thing i've come across too is that uh with, with severe trauma and in, in that in regards to mental health is a statistic that shows that people that go through severe trauma don't end up becoming violent mm-hmm. themselves when they when they uh, when they get the mental health issues and things like that so i don't know it's just a I guess just making it that one thing and kid you have a lot of naive kids and stuff like that play the games and whatnot and then they're gonna take this and run with it so like hey my dad has mental health issues and stuff like that oh i mean your dad is this thing your dad runs around with no shoes on and then, you know things like that so i understand what you're saying though this is very pc it can't do this can't do that kind of thing things that wouldn't fly things that we were allowed to do back in the day that won't fly now so yeah yeah so i can see both sides of the yeah Definitely so. Mm. Well, I, I mean, when you look at the, what Tekken just, who, the character that Tekken just released for their season pass three, uh, Leroy Smith, and mm. Har- Harada got invited to the cookout. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Harada was officially invited to the <laughs> cookout. So when you've got a character like that, you know, when uh, people of color are tied in like the, diff, the the stereotypes and stuff like that, the boxer, the rapper, and stuff like that, and you got like a regular black guy who kicks some ass. 
that looks smooth and cool as shit. And you getting invited to the cookout. Uh, I think we expect people are expecting that from everybody. So uh, I don't right, know. Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard might have to step this shit up and do some research on like when you're making characters based on the diseases or ailments or people or a group of people and stuff like that. You know, someone wants to, I don't, maybe someone of that, maybe someone who's dealing with mental health wants to play a character. I'm like, wow, he's, they didn't make him this crazy, like mouth foaming out of his face, kind of like a, the kind basic of stereotype, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Cause then, uh, I mean, if we let this, they should, they might as well just make like the, the Russian villain, the, the Soviet union villain, the American combat commando Ram, Rambo guy. <laughs> the, the old Chinese Kung Fu master. They have that as well in um, Overwatch. Oh, well. Well, he's not Chinese, he's Tibetan. Oh, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, Zenyatta. And then the American one is um, Soldier 76. <laughs> Wait. Wait a second, Lamont. Uh, that new character, that's not that character that was in that... Um, it was like a box or something like that in one of those uh, animated shorts. Um, that's that person. It's like, they're supposed to be like a robot or something like that? Or is it someone else? We're uh, talking about the one that was with Baptiste? Or... Um... Yeah, it looks uh, like... Okay, he, okay. Yeah. I wonder when that one character's coming out. The one that's like... Um... Yeah, it was, in, it was in the animated short. And I think it was McCree... No, McCree saved her or it from like a, like a casing or something like that. It was being um, oh, um, Athena, like an AI or something. Yeah, yeah, Athena. Yeah, it's the AI, right, or whatever. Yeah, right. Technically, she's already in the game. <laughs> she's the one that does the like missions and stuff like that, or the countdown before you start the battle. Um, oh, I think. Yeah, I think she's going to be released sometime in the game. She'll probably be like the last character released. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, but like I said earlier, um, Overwatch does a great job at like actually doing the research for their characters. Sigma, other than the um, the slippers and barefoot thing, um, he is um, he's not a stereotype. Uh, let me actually send you the picture of Sigma. Yeah, I, I found a picture of him. He just looks like a yeah, guy Sigma. in a mobile suit yeah. with a head. He looks a regular person. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of that villain from Mega Man X. Uh, what's his name? The main villain? Sigma? Uh, the villain. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find it. Here we go. From Wait, Mega Man X. Mega Man not, X that's collection. That's not the character, right? The one that's in the, in the Discord? No, the one that you posted, that's... um, I forgot his name, but he's more... He's the one who's associated with Baptiste. Yeah, I was going to Is that The Rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one on the left. Yeah, the one on the left is Sigma. Oh, Okay. So who's the one on the right? Is that another character? Yeah, I, like I said, I forgot his name. Um, he's associated with Baptiste. Um, he's also a hero. That's supposed to be really uh-huh. soon. That's 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 literally Sigma, my dude. Yeah, yeah. What you posted? Wow, yeah. I didn't realize how much. Uh, bizarre. You have some. You have some questions. Yeah, I didn't realize how much he really does look like um, Sigma from Mega Man X. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, Anybody like... wondering what we're talking about? Google Mega Man X Collections, the guy on the, the box art, the villain there. Sigma. We're gonna we're gonna put it in the show notes. Cool, cool. The, the the main villain of Mega Man X. Of all 
the entire Mega Man X collection is Sigma. He's also in that uh, terrible game. Uh, Marvel is his name Marvel Sigma too? Yes. His name is yes, Sigma. Mike. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> he, he's he's a main villain of well, one of the main villains of Marvel's Capcom Infinite, but he's a DLC character. Go figure. Oh, that's Capcom for you. Oh shit! His real his name really is Sigma. This guy didn't believe us. <laughs> Never played no, let, let me DM. Let me. Let me. Yeah, Let me man. DM Capcom real quick. See if I get in on this class action lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of class action lawsuits, let's get into Nintendo and their Joy-Con drift. What a segue. I'm killing, I'm killing the segues today. <laughs> <laughs> so Nintendo is the king of dodging class action lawsuits. Um, they really are. because they're, they're super yeah. safe with everything they do. Yeah, definitely. So, like, if Michael Jordan and LeBron James are considered the goats of basketball, they are definitely the goats of <laughs> avoiding class action lawsuits. Um, as a business, it is extremely smart thing that they do that you have to commend. But like overall, you got to think it's still very, very shitty. So instead of putting the extra million or however much money it is into the R and D time to figure out what these issues are. They save money by putting it to the side in order to um, spend tens of thousands, if not a little bit more, a little bit less, in order to combat the issue that ever, whatever issue may come up. Um, and right now, it's the Joy-Con drift in their um, Nintendo Switch. But like I said, there aren't they aren't new to class action lawsuits, and this is just a new thing for them to dodge. Um, now, if you're not familiar with Joy-Con Drift, which you probably are by this time, um, it is the it is the phenomenon of your Joy-Con moving on its own, even when it's at a quote-unquote neutral position. I personally suffered through this as well. Um, about a month after I received my Switch. Oh, you got the the drifting issue on your uh, control pad? Yeah, I got it too. Um. But I was able to fix it myself after I modded my um, Switch's case. Um, and yes, it does um, void your warranty. Um, but yeah, I decided to switch out the casing for my Switch because I wanted the um, old Atomic Purple color on it um, to look like the Game Boy I had when I was younger. Um, and so I just... Again, we want to emphasize this void your warranty. <laughs> yeah and so void your warranty <laughs> and so i wanted to since i did that i ordered an extra joist a joystick um and just replaced it out um do you still have it or no because my my brother has the same issue on his uh switch and he hasn't been able to fix it um no i <laughs> haven't had the issue um return i do know that some people after switching it out um, eventually it comes back um, but mine has been completely fixed as of now um, and again yes it does avoid your warranty um, but it's not that hard to switch out the um, casing for your switch it's just very um, time-consuming and annoying when you get to the joy cons because there's so many little things inside those little things um but yeah um, I spent like five dollars on the parts to fix it um so it's really not that expensive um 
and it's less of a hassle in actually paying Nintendo for a replacement or buying a whole new um, Joy-Con, which was the only thing that Nintendo offered earlier on um, before the lawsuit came into place. Um, but yeah, if you have this issue, um, I suggest trying to just do it yourself. But remember, it does void your warranty, so if you're not confident enough, don't do it. But I think it's a good idea. Um, but Nintendo has a better solution for that now because of the lawsuit. And like I said, the only reason why I did it is because I didn't feel like paying Nintendo to send my Joy-Con in and then not have it for a while or buying a whole new one for... I think new Joy-Cons are like, what? $60? Or am I just thinking of the Pro Controller? Either way, the Joy-Cons are expensive. Um, and so I spend $5 and I can fix the issue. It's a no-brainer, in my opinion. What's up with yeah, these companies, by the way, man? They, like, Xbox has the same issue, too, especially if they're Pro Controllers, man. Really? I didn't have that. The only, I did have one issue with the um, Xbox Pro Controller. Um... It was um, triggers. No, no, it was actually the padding on the um, controller. Um, yeah, I didn't have an issue with the, any of the actual triggers or buttons. Damn, uh, you got lucky, man. Apparently, because those things are expensive. They're what one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, I'd be mad if I spent one hundred and fifty dollars on my controller and it messed up. I had issues with the pro controller and the regular one actually. The with the pro controller it was just the, I think it was the right trigger or the left trigger it was messing up. And then the regular, I had two regular Xbox One controllers that had like really bad drifting on the analogs. Mm. And I have some, I have some friends who had to return their Pro controllers like three times. That's crazy. I didn't have, I didn't have any issues with any of my Xbox controllers. The only issue that I had um, with them is pretty common one. So like when the Xbox One released, I actually had a lot more time than I normally do to play games, and I wore down the. the rubber on the um, joysticks more, well, faster than normal. Um, that's pretty much it. And then my other controllers have been fine. Yeah, I didn't have an issue with that. And I'm definitely buying the version two of the Pro Controller, which is just as, I think it's even more expensive than the original one. But yeah, man, um, Nintendo isn't really doing anything didn't really do anything about it until um, they filed for the class action lawsuit on um, uh, July 23rd of this year. Um, and now they have a great program where you can send in your Joy-Con for free. Um, yeah, they just decided not to address it until... <sighs> can we have a quick sidebar real quick? Law firms, all right. Um, I understand that you want your name still on your law firm when you do a merger and it's fine if there's like two or three names but once there's like more than three people in the law firm it's time for you to abbreviate like the law firm that's in charge of this um lawsuit for um these joy-con drifts i can't even say because it's like a frankenstein of a bunch of different names um let's see let me try and say it it is um uh, it's it's sorts and smith well i'm skipping the names that i don't want to mess up it's <laughs> sorts 
apologize apologies to, to these guys for mispronouncing their names. Uh, Kerner and Donaldson Smith. It's, it's too much. It's it's time to when that happens, make an abbreviation or come up with a better name. It it doesn't make any sense at all to try and fit all those names on there. You're not going to fit that all on on the building. Or you are, and you're gonna spend a lot more money than you need to. Well, this is called like SNS. What about SNS Law Firm? SNS Law Firm. Yeah, like I said, abbreviations better. SMD SMD Law Firm. I think that's a whole other type of law firm right there. I want to see how they dodge this one. They've already started. They are now sending them in for free. Yeah, okay. they started dodging. Yeah. Yeah, so now instead of paying the fee um, to have your Joy-Con sent in, you do it for free. You file it on their website, and then they send you the box, you put it in, ship it. I don't know if they send you a replacement right away that's already been fixed, or if it's their same old Joy-Con that they just fix and give it to you. That's pretty nice of them. Well, they could have done this from the start. Um... But yeah, so another um, lawsuit that they had was with um, the N64, one of the consoles I wish I had, but I never was able to get. And um, no, your parents didn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have one either. My parents didn't love me. Okay. Yeah, well, my mom didn't want to spend ninety dollars on a new game. I think that was also the cost. <laughs> no, true. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty expensive. You guys, are, you guys are monsters making your parents pay sixty, seventy dollars for one video game and they're making like two dollars an hour. <laughs> oh well, even yeah. though I love that console. Do you remember how horrible the um controller for the N sixty four was? My god. Never never like well, you know, yeah, it's like hard plastic too, man. Clearly you've yeah. never owned the GameCube and then it was like a fir- it was like a first gen analog though, technically. Yeah, well that's oh, horrible. Man. Um, so, you know how when you're playing certain games, you have to use a controller to, like, uh, mash out, so you quickly move the, the analog back and forth? Yeah, kind of like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, the original N64 controller had a serious issue with that. Um, so, while mashing with it, it caused a serious problem, um, with a few of the people using it. This for the N64? Yeah. The only game I can think of right now is like the WrestleMania games. It wasn't that one. Was, uh, what did you have to mash uh, for? You had a mash out of like Smash Bros. 2. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. Like grabs and stuff like that. You still had to do that in the N64 one. Yeah. It's, a good way, it's a good way to get blisters too. <laughs> Funny yeah, you say that. That's yeah. exactly hard what happened. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, while doing that, gamers realized the fastest way to do it is to actually use your whole yeah. palm and do it. And so while moving around like that, um, they actually got blisters and burns because of the um, plastic that was used. It created a lot of friction. Damn. Yeah, because uh, with modern day controllers, they have that um, rubber on it that doesn't allow for that much friction, really. <laughs> see, I can see, I can understand how you, I mean, that's a slippery slope. Damn, I, mean, I agree. I agree. That- that's a first-gen type of thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that that's not supposed to happen. They should have looked at it a little bit better um, because you shouldn't be hitting that type of heat um, unless you're, like, moving at, like, Superman or Flash speeds. 
Um, so yeah. I really don't. Yeah, bro. You just you just wasn't gaming, bro. <laughs> Apparently I, not. <laughs> I, I used to get blisters all the time as a kid. Pretty much. I'm suing every Same. company now. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, my next favorite lawsuit that um, Nintendo Dodge was with the greatest selling console of all time um, and the best console, the um, Wii. Again, I know you guys remember that one, right? Oh, yes. man. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> and um, I know you remember around that time all the people who were breaking their TVs with their Wiimote, right? Oh, yes, yeah, yes, we do. Well, um, people were mad about that and decided to try and sue Nintendo because Nintendo's Wiimotes were breaking their TV. Didn't it, didn't it come you up had, with a strap? Yeah, you had to wear it. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes. And in, in the beginning of the games, it would tell you to put it on. Yes, it did. But um, I personally rarely yeah. wore the wrist strap, but I'm not a sweaty gamer who has horrible grip. Um, not attacking all the people who did. It was mostly older people who didn't really play games who messed it up, but yeah, they decided to sue Nintendo for it, and Nintendo came out with the perfect solution for it. The Wii condoms. Yeah, the Wii yeah. condoms. <laughs> I remember, because I ordered four of them. Wait, why? Why did you get that? <laughs> I don't know. They were free. Like, <laughs> you thought they were like, disposable. Wait, wait, what are they called? <laughs> They're, they weren't called the Wii condoms. Oh, that feels like the six. The condoms for your Wiimote. Yeah, yeah, slip them on. Unlike real condoms, you didn't need a Wii condom. All right, it was really unnecessary. <laughs> Safe sex is the best sex, guys. <laughs> oh, I really thought you were about to do the little Wayne bar. Oh, okay. oh no. <laughs> uh, supposedly, Nintendo has like a history of just like beating lawsuits. Oh no, they are. Like, Christ, they it's like a, just a list. Of it. <laughs> this is just vibrational lawsuits. Yep. <laughs> like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna sue them for not having Garchomp in the Galar decks. <laughs> oh please, they they'll dodge that as well. They'll do, they'll like put Garchomp in Pokemon yeah. Go and yeah. give it to you for free yeah. and you'll be a okay with it. I'll take it. I'll freaking take it. <laughs> Man, wow! Universal Universal Studios sued <laughs> Nintendo back in the day for the rights of Donkey Kong. Damn. Yep. Aren't they supposed to have like a Nintendo? Uh themed area in yeah, Universal Studios? supposed to be a thing, actually. Um, I think that that was scrapped. Oh, it was, oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah, I think it was scrapped. I'm not sure. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. But yeah, um, class action lawsuits just don't work. They do more for the law firm than they do for the people who are filing it. Um, the purpose of a, of a class action lawsuit if you're trying to file one, shouldn't be to get money because you're not going to get that money. The law firm will get that money. If you're going forward with a class action lawsuit, just go in knowing that the whole purpose is you're expecting a changed result of whatever you're fighting against. So if you want them to stop doing certain business practice, that is really what your win is. Any monetary win, that goes to the law firm. For example, um... You guys all, no, did you guys own a um, a launch PS4? Not PS4, PS3? No. Wait, PS3, PS3. No, no. Uh, my parents didn't love me, so they got me a GameCube. Damn, instead of a PS3, they got you a GameCube? Yeah. 
That's hard. Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. It's like one of those things when you write a when you write a very detailed Christmas list and you get the opposite of everything you wanted on that Christmas <laughs> list. But I understand now because you know I don't want my parents paying uh, sixty dollars for a game when they're only making five dollars an hour. So yeah. But anyway. Um... Damn you, mom. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, when the PS3 launched, it had a feature that you could launch um, another OS on it, namely Linux. And yeah, the PS4 came out in 2006, and by 2010, they took that feature away. And some people actually utilized that, and so you can't market something, because they actually did heavily market the fact that you could run dual OS on the um, PS3. And you can't market something as a selling point and then take it away and that's exactly what they did in 2010 and so there was a class class action lawsuit that was filed against Sony because of that um, and now if you actually use the um, feature you got a maximum of $65 new game right there yeah, and Rob says don't and Rob or says don't DLC. be a lawyer <laughs> yeah and um um, if you had like the original fat PS3 um, with the backwards compatibility and the memory stick, then you got, I think it was like 50. And then if you got the other ones with the lower gigs, it goes down f from to like 25 to um, I mean, that's kind of like the it's kind of like the Equifax lawsuit that's going on exactly. with the breach. Yeah, people think they're gonna make a lot of money off of it, and they're not. Yeah, pretty much. It's like people think they're gonna get like millions yeah. upon dollars, and everybody, anybody that's been affected by the breach is only getting like one hundred twenty-five bucks. But where, but where's my millions? <laughs> yeah, you think you need a million dollars for a three hundred dollar console? <laughs> pretty much. When you break it down like that, it makes sense, but. Nobody really thinks about that. They just see the dollar signs. So wait, this the DriftCon was always an issue even after the Switch came out, but Nintendo used to isolate it and say it was like a, it's like one instance. It was like it wasn't like a ongoing problem with anybody. Yeah, basically. So um, a few months after the Switch came out, people started to um, comment on it on like Reddit and um, Twitter, of course. Um, but Nintendo made one um, statement about it early on in its lifetime, um, claiming that it was one or less than one percent of people who were affected by it. But by the time that um, Nintendo comments on it, there were about 12 to 14 million Switches out there, and one percent of 12 to 14 million is still a lot of people. So it's not something that you can really just ignore. And I'm not that good at math, but I really think it was more than 1% or less than 1% because any person I talk to, even if they haven't experienced it, someone they know has experienced it. And even the person that they know who's experienced it knows somebody else who has. Um, even with uh, my favorite guys, Inside Gaming guys, like three people in their office have been affected by it. Um, and I know three other people outside of they have no choice now i think kotaku and polygon to uh credit to them uh released articles based on the drift and stuff like that and then yeah. they got the the redditors and reddit 
booming and collaborating. Everybody saying, "Oh, you're going through it too." And then Dolores' uh, spider senses tingled, and he's like, "Oh, I think this is a way for us to make some quick money." Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, yeah, so Nintendo really, like I said, they commented on it once, but as of um, July 23rd of this year, when the lawsuit was filed, they had no choice but to address it. Well. The 1% is always something gaming companies or other companies use when an issue like this happens. Well, for example, when I, I got PS4 on launch and it was broken out the box. Damn. Like I already had the, the, the yellow light of doom. So I had to send it back to Amazon and Sony had released a statement saying, oh, some PS4s were affected, but it was only about 1%. Those that were shipped to different retailers. Because this, this was an issue amongst uh, several people. So do you think then companies say 1% or less than 1% just to, like, calm the masses? I think, yeah, I think it's a buzzword. All right, so I have a conspiracy theory right here. So get your foil hats on, okay? Okay. All right, so what if companies already know that the system is broken? And in order to make their numbers for, like, NPD or some sales goal that they just ship out these broken um, units and then decide to just fix it later because it's cheaper. That could be true as well. I didn't think of that. Wait a second. So they uh, they announced the new... I'm sorry. They have the older model of the Nintendo Switch, right? But they just released a uh, newer one with like a red box. It's like the same system, but I guess it's an updated one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has like a better battery. Did they fix the, the drift issue on that too? I don't know. I hope so. Oh. Because I see people, see people have it already. I'm looking at the box right now. Yeah, um, they haven't like officially announced that like all Nintendo Switches out there are now the new model. It's just first come, first serve, really. Whoever needed more um, stock of their Nintendo Switches, um, that store got them. I know the GameStop near me still has um, the old model in stock. I haven't seen the red boxes in there yet. Oh, okay. Hopefully they fix the issue. Yeah, um, mainly because, yes, I'm definitely going to buy the newer Nintendo Switch because of the battery life. Um, but the real issue is the... Um, the handheld one? Yeah, that's the issue one. That's the real issue. Because I, f- I figured that one would be harder to do the cho- Joy-Con swap out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So even though I have, I'm not interested in the handheld one... I want to buy the new one just because the battery life on it compared to the original is godlike. Um, it's getting about 10 hours max, where this new this switch yeah. you're most likely get like five, maybe six if you aren't playing like an intensive game. Um, but yeah. <laughs> While we're talking about um, Nintendo, might as well go into Smash. Yeah, you're really you're really good with these uh, segues, yeah, man. So we're gonna get into the little uh, little controversy within the competitive and um, casual scene with the newly announced hero. Hero. Yes, yeah, Squirrel stay the ball night for this. <laughs> Um, so a lot of people think that the character is broken and um, he shouldn't be allowed in tournaments where he's just overall OP. I wouldn't say the character is broken. Yeah. 
Just o- just OP. Uh, no. I would say he's OP. Extra random. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, from playing him, it's just like you don't know what you're going to get. The RNG with him is just. Yeah, so, I mean. It's ridiculous. It's like it's so. <laughs> yeah. It's just so much. Like he, has, he has random on random. Exactly. Sweet. So, you, do you think he's a good competitive character? Like a character you can use competitively? Uh, not really. His kit is okay without the randomness. Um, but, like, his major moves are pretty random. Well, except for his, like, specials. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, the hocus pocus, it can make you broken or it can kill you. Yeah. So also, sleep, also, you too, also too the, yeah, also to the menu thing. Unless you're like a master at countering, it leaves you pretty open if you're if you're using hero and you're going through the menu. True. Oh, you mean the the down B thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I heard it as a tip, so you could you could just judge. Uh, By the read first, it quick, if um, you read the first two letters yeah. of the of the word mm-hmm. and the length of it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll help. So you can actually be pretty fast. I'm pretty sure there's people that are really good at doing that. Yeah, it's just that that list of four is always different. Um, and the fact that, like, Hocus Pocus, it can either help you or mm-hmm. it can um, actually kill you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that that's the player's fault. For that. True. Yeah. That's like, uh, what's a cat that has a really bad up B that could actually kill themselves um, by accident? Like, maybe. Charizard? Yeah, like Charizard. Any character that has a bad... That's like accidentally inputting a, a B in, in a certain way. It's technically the player's fault. Yeah, I can see that. It's just that with that and also the fact that he can crit is just unnecessary. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know why they have the crit. I'm not going to lie. Like, he doesn't need that much randomness in his moves. Here he has so many other things. Yeah, like, yeah, his smash attacks aren't, like, the best, but they're still pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can crit yeah. is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say, I think it's too early to... To tell like i think people should maybe uh see what happens with them in tournaments because it's definitely mm-hmm. way too early to tell um but I, I do think there are some things that need to be changed like remove the whole crit on the okay yeah because he also has like a skill that increases the range of your smash attack so yeah if you have that and you do a crit you're killing people at like 20 yeah, to 30%. that's not random <laughs> just freaking it's so dumb yeah yeah so that that might need to be a little bit but I think the character's fine. Like, I mean, there's so many characters that have random stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. Albeit, like, I mean, you know, it's not as bad as him because he has, like, the ultimate random stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I just think people just need to try it. I think, um, I don't know, the Smash community is a little bit too quick to judge. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, when I used to play, uh, like, Brawl competitively, I remember they were trying to ban Meta Knight. They did get banned. Oh, I remember um, that. And I do, he was very OP, I'm not gonna lie, but eventually they, I think they banned them for like a year mm-hmm. and then they unbanned them instantly because, you know, and then, that's just how people are. And then Sheik was banned um, in Melee. Yeah, people don't remember that. I did. never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had too. this um, whip ability that could um, really hamper you trying to recover. Yeah, the edge guarding. I think? Yeah, like it was... It went very low, but even if you went high, it would somehow track up to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was broken. Yeah. Yeah, it just had really strange uh, physics with it. But yeah, man, like, I, I want to see what happens with the character. Like, it, it is a double-edged sword for sure. Um, and I do understand why some people might be frustrated to play against him because of how random he is. Mm-hmm. So it goes from being a skill game to being a game where it's basically rock, paper, scissors. Pretty much. Um, with the randomness, but eh, who, who knows? He's definitely definitely interesting character. Definitely fun to play with. Oh yeah. Um, I, I would say for sure his normals aren't that good. No. And his movements yeah. not good. Oh, he's yeah. just all like his, his special attacks. Like his bees, his bees are all good. Yeah, definitely. 
Side B is amazing. Yeah, side neutral B is amazing. Instant kill. <laughs> well, no, it's like his yeah. best killing. Do you, do you think that was Nintendo's uh, way of uh, kind of balancing him out by making his normals really trash, but making uh, his like special? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just thinking outside the box. Like they want to oh, make yeah. these characters kind of unique, especially the, yeah. The he's very he's unique. He's extremely Yeah, his character design is amazing. They wanted to make it seem like a actual RPG character inside of Smash. Yeah. RPG. Yeah, like the yeah. the fact that they did that is just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The level of character design they went to is. Sorry, like yeah i mean but that's let's think smash is not a competitive it's not meant to be played competitively that is true like the competitive side like we've said earlier is about 20 percent um yeah of the overall Mm -hmm. fan base and so they do try and cater to it a little bit but not too much yeah yeah it's mostly for overall uh casual side Oh wait, oh. wait! Can I mention? Can I mention one thing real quick? Uh-huh. Um, yes, so please. So there's a there's a really big tournament, uh, SmashCon. I don't know if you guys heard of yeah. it. But that's kind of like the after tournament of Evo. I think it happens every year. Um, it's a really big tournament. There's a lot of big players there, and there's only one hero player in the top 64. I can see that. Wow. Um, and it's a side character. He's like like a pocket pick basically. So there's no one actually playing hero. Yeah, he's no like as as a main in tournaments right now. Yeah, he's no Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Joker was winning tournaments when he first came out. Joker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, even more interesting, there's only two Jokers in Top 64. When in Evo, there was three Jokers in Top There was three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, Joker, is just a, Joker is just a good character. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Overall, I don't think he's broken or anything. Yeah. He's and just, really is just a god. Oof, just when he goes Arsene. Oh, you know, another thing that's pretty uh, crazy is that there was uh, four Pokemon trainers in EVO. I love Pokemon trainers. Um, Pokemon trainer, that was the pre-patch that they were playing on at EVO, and now it's Super Smash Con is the patch with Hero. Uh, Pokemon trainer got nerfed, but there's yeah, five in top 64, so that's a little interesting. I don't think his nerfs were as bad as people thought they would be. Yeah, no. Um, what did they, 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 they nerf? Yeah, Ivy Store uh, pretty hard. Eh. But, they, but they, they did buff Charizard, so that's Yeah, Charizard's yeah. Um, side tilt is amazing now. But I was playing with Rob um, last night, and my up B still killed. It's still good. I just think it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think the major nerf that probably needed to happen was um, his down air. Um, I know I could spike people off stage, and I didn't have to go off the ledge to do it. Um, now I have to do that more, but like I could be at a pretty safe spot on the ledge and still get somebody nearly directly under me, which it shouldn't <laughs> have been able to hit, but it did for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. I think this patch made all three of the Pokemon viable Definitely. to the to a sense, mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. because like, I think all of them had a specific job to do, and it's kind of like Ivysaur's job overlapped Charizard's because Charizard is really meant to kill. Right? He's supposed to hit hard, but Ivysaur is really doing that. Yeah, Ivysaur did it a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. The only so good thing was, Charizard had was he was heavy, so he'd be hard to knock out. So you'd use yeah, him when that was, that, was the, that was the one thing he had. But now it's kind of like they balanced out, so he he could be used more as the the kill factor yeah. instead of Ivysaur. So I think that's what they were their goal was. It, it so it I, I, yeah. I definitely got more Charizard kills than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Yes, and because I normally just start with Squirtle and 
finish it off with um, Ivysaur. But the last bit of um, Smash news is in regards to a quick little rant that um, Zero did on his stream. I guess it's not really a rant because he wasn't... It, it was something that a um, viewer asked him about the cash pools of um, Smash tournaments. He asked them why they so trash, and he simply asked, asked he simply answered Nintendo. Um, Nintendo um, is the reason why the cash pools aren't as high as they, as high as other um, fighting games are, and. I agree with him um, for that. It's not Nintendo's responsibility, but it is kind of weird when a game like um, Brawlhalla has a higher cash pool than a more popular game of um, Smash. Have any of you guys um, played Brawlhalla at all? Or know what it is? I've played it. Okay. Now, does the company put money into the pool? Because I don't think Nintendo does that. No, Nintendo doesn't, and that's what he's um, saying. Oh, 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 I thought I lost you guys. Um, yeah, because Brawlhalla's cash pool was 100k. Mm-hmm. You sure about that? Because uh, they're not very, like, Nintendo's not very tournament-oriented. If anything, they'll right. put money into their own tournament, but not, like, like other tournaments. Whereas, like, uh, yeah, a game like Brawlhalla, I feel like they're a little bit more closer to the community, so they'll feel a little bit more... Um, better putting in like a certain amount of money into like the prize pot yeah but that's what i'm saying um i I think yeah i I totally agree with that the thing is you you can't get upset at nintendo for not putting you know money into a tournament when that's not their main thing you know this smash so what 13 million copies and out of those 13 million copies how many of those were sold to competitive players Mm. yeah it's probably a minute amount it's uh it's something that you, you just have to understand as a business I'm not going to put in so much money into something that's not going to make me a lot of money in return. Yeah, I agree. See, the thing about Nintendo is that they have the power of licensing. You know, they have, what, 80 characters in the game and all of them are brand name. Mm-hmm. Why would I put a million dollars into a tournament to make, you know, such a minute money when I could make put a million dollars to make a Mario Amiibos, you know? Oh, no, that's what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Um Nintendo's the reason why the um, cash pools aren't that high because they could put more money into it, but it's not feasible for them to do so. Uh, Zero wasn't angry at Nintendo. Right. Um, I guess he probably was when he first right. started um, doing this, but he retired from the competitive yeah, game good. and is focused only, only, mainly on his um, stream because he makes more money that way. He's just saying that the reason why is because the biggest sponsor would be Nintendo and they're not the ones who put money into well, it. Hey, money's money, right? Well, actually, there was a really big prize pool for one of the recent tournaments. Yeah, but on average, the prize pool is like $1,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Which is... That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's it's Brawlhalla is Brawlhalla marketed uh, strictly towards like competitive gaming. Yes. Yeah, I think the people who made it actually were. Uh, yeah, so I mean, if that was if that was towards more of a competitive scene, yeah. Yeah, Smash is not. Yeah, I get it. That's where their market is, and it's not um, where Nintendo's market is. I'm not arguing that. Yes, but I mean, you look at the characters within the game. Rob made. You know, we were discussing this a couple days ago, and he said, "Do you really see Nintendo put putting money in to show?" Mario punching Peach in the face. Oh yeah, that go over very well and in um, just, 2019. That's that's not who Mario is. That's not what casual fans. It's for the kids and stuff like that. So, 
I mean, the money's in the casual fans. I guess oh, yeah, the, the hardcore fans don't make. I mean, look at. I mean, Street Fighter, for example. Yeah. Like with Third Strike, they felt Capcom felt Third Strike was like really, really uh, focused on like hardcore. I love Third Strike. The hardcore fighting game community, people that knew the ins and outs, the quirks of Street Fighter and stuff like that. So when they made Street Fighter Four, they made it more easier for someone who's not familiar with the games mechanics and things like that yeah to pick up the, the game, game and hard play, to play though, still. <laughs> and, and whatnot so it's like I, I, the money in the, the money in it. gaming <laughs> it, the money in gaming is the casual fans and yeah so i mean it makes i mean if competitive gaming still for fighting games is still in its infancy stage regardless of how big we may think it True. is and we're not compared to like the fortnites and stuff like that like that cash price for fortnite was Right. Oh let, no! Um, let, let me tell you this, people, right now. Uh, all you people, listen. I'm telling you this right now. All right. Make sure, you, make sure, if make sure you, you look at your phones, guys. Make sure you look at your screens. He's talking to you. I die right now. If you think that one day you're gonna go to a Smash tournament and have a cash prize of three million dollars, you're out of your mind. <laughs> all right. Nintendo is never, ever gonna put that much money into a tournament. Yeah. Nintendo's always gonna put their money into something that makes them money. And Kate. Case in point, right? Look at look at the galaxy. You know, so many people were upset. Oh, why can't I have this Pokemon in the new game? Why can't I have this Pokemon? Well, why don't they just delay the game? Let me let me explain to these people. All right, Nintendo's about making money, and as much as you love the Pokemon game itself, it doesn't make them as much money as, as plushes, DVDs, Pokemon cards, all that stuff. Pokemon Go. The game right now, Pokemon Go. It, the game is for advertisement. Okay, the game is to advertise the new Pokemon so that the other casual people could go out, buy the plushies, buy the Pokemon cards that cost them two cents to make, and they sell it for $10 mm-hmm. to buy the, the DVDs, the T-shirts. They're not going to put money into something that's not going to make them money. You have to think of everything that Nintendo does as an investment. A game like Brawlhalla, which all they have is the competitive scene, yeah, they're going to put a lot of money into it because that's what they have. Yeah. You're not going to see a guy walking around with a Brawlhalla shirt. It's not going to happen. But you will see a guy walking around with a Zelda shirt. Yeah, but they were gonna. Um, they could have um, delayed Pokemon, um, but they only could delay two games. It was between Pokemon and um, Animal Crossing. They're, they're, they will never delay Pokemon. There's so much things already on the release of the Pokemon. You don't want the anime coming out before the Pokemon game because the, the Pokemon aren't advertised yet. But yeah, the um, delayed date would have still been before the anime. Um, it's the same date that they gave to Animal Crossing. Um, it was... No, I'm talking about the Pokemon game. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The game would have been delayed... It would have had the same date as Animal Crossing. They could only delay one of them, and they chose Animal Crossing instead. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, just wanted to catch them all. <laughs> but that's a that's an American only tagline, if you didn't know. Oh. That's not the Japanese tagline. Well, I was born in America, so <laughs> America, fuck um. yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Me either. What's the Japanese tagline then? Um collect these monsters oh. and kill your friends. Pretty much. Hey. Oh, Peter. Nice. Oh, Peter, where's Peter when you need him? <laughs> oh man, I love and hate Peter at the same time. Uh, they do so much good, but also <laughs> terrible things. You know they made a Pokemon game, right? Yeah, Rob told me. I think Rob yeah. showed me the game. Yeah. Um, God, what did they do? Um, on their attack on SeaWorld, they yeah. did have like, <laughs> a lot of like promos attacking SeaWorld, and they've used Pokemon 
as a like a they use kid, they use Kyogre as an orca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming my next Kyogre um, Willie. We spent a lot of time on Nintendo. Um, let's hear a few words from our sponsors. How about it, Mike? What's going on, guys? This is Michael from Winds Up Gaming. Winds Up Gaming is your key source for competitive gaming news. We cover all games from Fortnite to Street Fighter, from Apex to Smash. We'll give you all the details on competitions or tournaments that's going on to the top players that are killing it and wrecking it in the competitions. So be sure to follow up, follow us on Winds Up Gaming. That's on Instagram. That's Winds Up Gaming to get your competitive gaming information. Okay, guys, see you there. Okay, let's get into Fortnite and their season X because people don't know Roman numerals anymore, and I blame Apple. I think I'm the only one here who's actually played Fortnite. Oh, Squirrel doesn't play Fortnite? No. I, I You're telling me all the that. online shooters that you play, you don't play Fortnite, the biggest yeah, one of them? I played a little bit of it before. That was actually probably one of the first ones to play. Uh... Yeah, um, I tried to play it, but it really wasn't for me. Like, it's, there's a lot of mechanics to get in that game. There's so much. Yeah. Wait, really can, so can someone explain to me uh, 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 what is the concept behind Fortnite? What are you exactly doing? I'm so uh... confused. There's not a real concept behind the, well, main game now. Um, when Fortnite first was released, the actual main game was um, more akin to um, zombie modes. It was, a, it was a horde game. So you'd um, build a fort and you'd fight off the zombies, um, build up your base, and then you'll go on and so forth and so on. That's not how that saying goes, but we're going to go with it. Um, yeah, it's very, it was very similar to Zombie Mode in Call of Duty, um, but that game just did not sell. And I was actually interested mm, in okay. this game. Um, and then, I want to say a month into the game's lifetime, they released the, um, the Battle Royale mode because Battle Royale became very popular um, with games like Arma, more so PUBG. PUBG was the king of the um battle royale scene at the time um i think the first one was h1n1 right i think it was arma but um there were other um battle royales around at that time uh. um but h1n1 was announced around that time but pubg was the one that really became really popular yeah pubg was crazy huh? um but the pro the reason why Fortnite became more popular is because um, it was a whole lot faster than um, PUBG, yeah. and it was free. Um, PUBG was what um, what forty fifty dollars when it came out. Yeah. Um, it was fifty, yeah. and it was horribly optimized. That game. No, oh, and it wasn't finished at all. It had the worst. It was horribly optimized. Yeah. And it wasn't finished. Um, but Fortnite was free, and ridiculously optimized. You can play Fortnite on a potato. <laughs> yeah. Um, for instance, Rob, your computer usually usually don't last long. That is true. And you could probably play it on your broken PC and still get sixty <laughs> FPS with that game. Oh, let's get it, boys. <laughs> oh, with that, with the optimization and things like that, 
um, Fortnite just had a formula that was just built to win. It had an amazing art style. It had a unique art style compared to uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was faster than PUBG, which was the most popular um, Battle Royale at the time. Um, the optimization was amazing, so you could run it on anything. You didn't need an amazing godlike yeah. um, PC, similar to like uh, Minecraft. Um, what else? It was free free opposed to $50 that you'd have to pay for um, PUBG and however much money that um, Arma or H1Z1 costs at the time. So Epic did a great job at just marketing that game. So if it failed, they'd had to actually try to make it fail. But back on topic, um, Fortnite released their um, Season X instead of 10 um, a few weeks ago, and they've been adding a lot of features. Is an X10? Yeah. I've always, I've always been bad with Roman numerals. Why? I don't know why. But yes, um, X is 10. But this has started since the iPhone X. You remember um, when that released? Yes. But um, Apple didn't call it the iPhone 10. They literally said call it the iPhone X. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and I feel like, well. Whenever Apple does anything, a lot of tech companies decide to follow. Rightfully so for some things, and unrightfully for most, in my opinion. But yeah, but prior to this season, um, Fortnite decided to take some features from Apex. Earlier in February, when um, Apex was released, it was the number one watched Battle Royale. Um, because it was faster paced, it was skewed to a little bit of a more um, older audience, um, and it had amazing features. The pinging system is something that is so simple that I can't believe that it hasn't happened sooner in online multiplayer. When a lot of like the complaints about playing game shooters like that online were your teammates that people wouldn't um, communicate or they didn't have mics where nine times out of ten most people do have mics because if you bought a console it usually came with a headset it'd be very rare if it didn't um, but people didn't want to talk online because the quote-unquote toxicity um, so the picking system is amazing for that um, within like three weeks Fortnite stole that and then like another two or three weeks after that they took their respawn ability and when season x started um they decided to take another feature not necessarily from apex but from the developer respawn they took their um they took their titans <laughs> they added mechs but to make it um a little bit more um how do you say balanced quote unquote you can't um, pilot a mech by yourself you need at least two people to do it um but it still wasn't balanced because as soon as those two people found a mech and you weren't in a mech you absolutely got dumpstered on and so um earlier last week they removed the feature it's by far the quickest feature added and taken away by fortnite yeah so essentially and, and excuse me guys i don't mean to offend any of the fortnite fortnite or apex players here uh, I'm, I'm a little old, before, but this is uh, way back after my time. Uh, uh, are they the same game? Or, or? Uh, uh, not really. 
Um, same genre, technically. Uh, Fortnite, and, Fortnite, and Apex. It's like it's like Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter, Sonic to Mario. Um, yeah, it's a little bit more like um, Apex is Street Fighter and um, Fortnite is um, Smash Bros. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so it's similar in that like they're both battle royale games, but the um target audience and the um aesthetics are different. Um Apex <laughs> in that kind of universe is a little bit more I guess realistic in a way, with all their weird mechanics. Um yeah, but Fortnite just has, like I said, it's still very, it's still a very technical game, but it's a little bit more um, kid friendly. There's a lot of mechanics involved for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, like I said, even though the game isn't really for me, um, I don't enjoy playing the game. I do like watching high skilled players play the game, like the tournament that happened um, a few weeks back where the kid won $3 million. The things that he did in that final match was just ridiculous. Like building and shooting, avoiding getting shot. Yeah, it's... The things that you have to track in your head is amazing, along with the things that you already have to track in your head while playing regular shooters or even a battle royale. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Fortnite is not as fast as the shooters, though. So. Oh, no, no, that, that's um, PUBG. Fortnite is faster. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, this feature was only maybe two weeks old at best, and it's already been taken away. I guess people are complaining about it, right? Yeah, um, they definitely were. Um, like I said, they tried to balance it with putting two people in it, but as soon as somebody, yeah, as soon as a duo had a um, mech, like it was very hard to win unless you had your own mech to um, counter them. All right. Um, yeah, so the only other feature that I know that they had and then took out, it didn't even, it lasted a whole lot longer than this one, was during, um, I want to say, two, three, maybe even four seasons ago. I'm sorry, I don't really follow Fortnite that heavily. I don't know how fast your seasons are. Mm-hmm. Um, was it had this siphon um, mechanic, which helped um, speed up gameplay. So, you know how in most Battle Royales, you get into a fight, or and you get third partied, or um, even if it's just a fight and you're just low on resources, you try to finish that fight as soon as possible, um, loot their bodies, or just loot in general, heal up, and then go into the next fight. Or if you get third partied, you have to make the decision whether to quickly kill the team that you already started fighting and run, or quickly kill them and loot them, so you can fight the third party, or to. Um, try and get the third party to fight the team you were fighting and you run away. Um, But with the siphon ability, um, you could focus in on whichever team had the lower amount of health pools. As soon as you kill them, you automatically got topped off. You um, got your shields back. You got even some of their items and things like that. There was no need to loot their bodies afterwards. And it um, made it a lot more exciting to watch on stream and a lot of the streamers and pro players enjoyed it because it was a lot faster for them to play and they could they can go more games with like a ridiculous kill streak now in terms of the casual fans which makes up 80 percent or even more of a game's um fan base um they didn't like it because 
they were just getting farmed the whole time. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add about um, Fortnite? <laughs> uh, not so much with Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, not so much for Fortnite. I think I think I'm gonna have to 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 educate myself on Fortnite a little bit more. I feel really old. So this year, you talk about Fortnite, I was like, man, I'm old. I hear you. <laughs> um, well, I guess it's time to get into the main story of the past week and a half. I thought Smash was a big story. Uh, it was big story, but it wasn't the main story. Fuck, fuck Trump. Well, um, because video games cause violence in America. Yeah, so um, in America, we had um, a tragic event where I believe it was two um, mass shootings in the past week and a half. Um, And, of course, the politicians blamed um, violence in video games as the reason why these events happened. Uh, I believe it was the two in the same week. Yes, two in the same two in the same day. Yeah, that's right. Twenty four hours. Was oh, was day. it the same day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the same day. Wasn't it? Wasn't it three like in a week though? Or something? Um, yeah, but that was like earlier in the year, which is disgusting. That we have to clarify that. Um, but yeah, there were two shootings in different states. One was in El Paso, Texas, and the other one was in. Um, Dayton, Dayton, um, Ohio. Um, yeah, and so politicians have decided that the reason why, one of the reasons why this happened was mental illness and video games. Because of the violence in video games, it's causing these young people to do these kinds of acts. Now, looking at the chart from Vox.com, which companies, which countries do you think spends the most money on video games per year? Um, Rob, what do you think? Uh, most likely Japan. Okay. Uh, uh, I want to say South Korea. Okay. Drario? America. Okay. So, actually, you guys actually got one, two, three. So, number one is Japan. They spend by far the most money on games. And second is um, Korea, which is a somewhat close second. And then um, United States is third. Let me actually send you guys the actual chart right now. There we go. I would expect Australia to be up there. Okay. Yeah, for some reason, yeah, I expected Australia. I don't know why. I was going to say Australia originally. Um, I think you think that because of how much money it costs for like imports, but I think that's the reason why that it's not there for two reasons. People probably don't want to spend the money there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, and then they probably go to another country to buy it, like people from Brazil. I think if Brazil um, was on this list for the amount of money they spend on gaming, they'd probably be number one because their imports are ridiculous. It's cheaper for someone from Brazil to buy a plane ticket to come to the United States and buy the console. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people come here to buy a lot of goods and stuff like that. So I can see video games being mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. So, which country do you think has the highest um, violent gun crimes? Oh, this is a, this is a tricky it's one. Uh, it's an easy one. United States? <laughs> yes. Yeah, America, 100%. As you can see, America yeah. wins by a landslide. Um, it's intense. 
Yeah, the second. Surprised to see Canada's second. It's weird. Yeah, Canada's the second closest, which America's about nine times the amount of what yeah. Canada has. Um, wow. And then That's you crazy. have France and Italy. I can't really tell so which one. Why do you think? Why do you think that is? Because it's not that hard to get guns in America. All right, it, yeah. it's not. I've lived in other uh, parts of the country, and you can literally just walk into a Walmart mm. or any other store and just. So let's play devil's advocate there, because I've heard this argument, and someone will say then, but look at Chicago's numbers. The gun laws in Chicago are extremely strict, but they have uh, mass, not mass shootings in an extent of like one person coming and shooting a group of people, but you have the huge numbers of shootings happening during the weekends and stuff like that. So uh-huh. it, are guns, are, are, are the access to guns the problem, or are people using the guns the problem it's still both but like to get illegal guns you have to buy them legally first and then they can become illegal after that true shit got me there yeah because they buy the guns and then they file so then why do you think uh my question to you guys is then why do you think uh politicians are targeting video games in particular because they don't lose votes it's like a distraction yeah um so Politicians have realized that gamers are mostly young people right. who probably can't vote mm, anyway. Yeah, you're right. Or they're people who have already grown up with gamers being um, attacked, and so they're not going to get their votes anyway. So um, they got really nothing to lose from attacking. Um, if you look at like um, Bill Clinton's presidency, he actually banned... Um, assault rifles and even though he had one of the worst um mass shootings in um american history um he still overall has the lowest for a president in his um tenure that was the columbine yeah yeah um we love our <laughs> pretty much um it wasn't until 2004 when bush um got the nra's um law passed in order to, for them to sell guns that it happened like that. So, let me, let me, let me actually, do you think there's a psychological aspect there where mm-hmm. uh, in our society that it's not not only video games, but so it's like think about like in the early 80s when like action movies were the thing, stuff like that. And whatnot. Yeah. Like in our society, that, that kind of thinking, that kind of thought process and kind of thing is kind of like applauded. Like uh, look how we like uh, uh, trivialize or like celebrate serial killers, like with movies like and these are ba- movies based on actual serial killers and things yeah. like that, like like war movies and how big they are and how big they are in our society and things like that and whatnot. So, I, I think it's a society, it's like a societal thing. I, I don't, I, I don't I, necessarily agree. Same. With that statement. Yeah. Uh, just because the way the, video games are a totally different media. Correct. When you watch a John Rambo movie, it, you're you're imagining John Rambo shooting those people. When you're yeah. playing a video game, it's you you know, shooting those people. You're, you have to imagine yourself in that situation. So I think that's yeah. why it's viewed differently. Right. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. right. No, no, no. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Like I was saying, um, I do think it's a societal, societal issue, but not in the way of where media is um, the problem because um, it's more for, it's more so like their surroundings, their upbringing. Um because I do think that media does take a 
um, it does have a, a, an effect on it, but not so the making people violent, more so desensitizing you to the violence because we see movies like Saw and things like that. And then so you become a little bit more um, used to um, visceral sightings like that. But it doesn't overall make you more violent. Um, so, I mean, my question to you then, then mm-hmm. what do you think makes a kid, because what, what do you think makes a kid say, okay, I'm going to go to my school and I'm going to kill everybody. Uh, I'm going to go here and just kill everybody. It's definitely it's, a mental health thing. Because there's no sane person who's going to attack people who aren't. Absolutely. But, but. They're, they're not going to attack people who. But think of it like them. this, though, because, like, let's say, for example, and I, and I'd like, again, this is a, a competitive video game podcast. But we don't, we're not trying to get too political on you guys. But think of it like this, for example, like a shooting in Chicago, right? Yeah. When, when there's a shooting in Chicago, whoever the shooter is, in most cases, not all cases, mm-hmm. the, that person's going after has an in, intended target. If these guys are bullying me, I'm going after that and those intended targets Correct. that are bullying me, right? In these situations, everyone, everyone is getting it. Like, like the the, the nurse, mm-hmm. the school lady, the lunch lady, and stuff like that. Or not, and not like know. not to sound sound comical or sound insensitive and stuff like that. Like everyone is so so. There has to be like some and it. This is like we've had two in one day. There has to be some some psychological thing where. I don't know. I, I thinking about it now. I just I don't think that necessarily the access to guns because I feel like they'd go about and find another way about going. They would, but getting um, whatever they want to do done. So I don't know. Yeah, but um, taking away guns would um, reduce the amount of um, casualties. And yes, if they wanted to do harm to people, they could still find a way. But see the way the internet works now, and the way um, our policing system works, you get on a watch list right away. So it's not really that easy to do. Like mm-hmm. even with like three D printing, um, people Print guns. yeah they were printing guns and it worked, but um, the guns didn't last long. They broke like after a few shots. But you don't hear that happening that often after the first couple of people did it because you have to download the assets in order to do three D printing of the gun. So they are automatically on you. And um, so it's it, yeah, it becomes easily traceable. I, I say this, but let's so say let's we ban. So like the, in the UK, for example, right? Okay. Uh, guns are guns are illegal, right? But now what they're going through right now is they're having a problem with knife crime. Yeah. Knife crime is like a huge thing in the UK. So if we ban, let's say we ban assault rifles and stuff like that, what's to say that something else won't become the next? This sounds horrible. Kids won't go somewhere and start. It, I think it happened. Uh, this past week, uh, some guy was stabbed, was, like killed four people yeah. with with a knife, just going around stabbing random people and stuff like that. All right, well, yeah. that's less than a whole bunch of people dying from a gun. Exactly, it sounds bad, but like it's a whole lot less. You got to take the lesser two evils. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, yeah. that's true. the best. I think you have to think of it like this. Yeah, you have to think of it like this. Uh, there, there is going to be mental health issues in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh just in this city alone more than half of people with mental health issues aren't even taking any medication or even diagnosed with anything um so there's no way to get around that but you, giving people the access to to tools that could be more destructive than other tools is the problem you know uh the same way it, you know people with babies they baby proof their home you know so the baby doesn't hurt it themselves right. but if you leave things around the baby doesn't know you know the baby doesn't know anything it's going to hurt himself with like 
a screwdriver you leave around or, right. or things like that. You, you have to take these tools away so that they, the, you can minimize the damage. Correct. Unfortunately, you're not going to end crime. That's just not going to happen. You're not going to end violence. You're not going to end any of these things, but you can minimize it by taking away these tools that cause more destructive damage than other tools. Correct. I completely agree with you. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I do think that we should have guns as American citizens. Um, I think that we should be able to um, protect ourselves if somebody breaks into our house um, and they have a gun or if they're just there to do any type of um, harm to us. I should be allowed Mm -hmm. to be able to defend myself that way. And I think the only automatic weapon we should have is probably like a automatic shotgun it doesn't shoot like 100 rounds per minute it shoots like foot four and And to kill nazis yeah that's a great reason to have a gun as well um but yeah if you need a yeah if you need an an automatic weapon to kill a deer i I think you need to hand in your hunting license no it's a fast ass deer man bambi's mom was not that fast (laughs) yeah no man, did you see the barrel of one of the shooters? What he had, Jesus! What is he? What is he going against? Like zombies? Yeah, the guy thought he was in Dead Rising. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, what the hell? I think it has to do with social media, then, to be honest. Like, I feel like people are. Uh, yeah, that does. It's easier for people to get bullied um, over social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like it's a, it's a, it, in a sense, it's kind of like a, a social. Like kids nowadays have it way harder than we did. Like. Yeah. If you get if you get when you was back in the days getting made fun of in school, you only dealt with that in school, right? Yeah, in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get bullied in school now, when you get out of school, you get bullied out out of school too. Like it's like yeah. a twenty four hour thing, especially if like you're in a town or something like that. Like even now, like especially in the, like the world has gotten smaller, the city's sure. getting smaller and stuff like that because people have access to you. Like you can't turn it off. Like it's always well, on. You can. Yeah. Right. But yeah. um, I feel like that's more. Absolutely. I feel like that's more so for. Um, yeah, man. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it's all like with the changing times. Like, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure nobody predicted like uh, people would be able to get bullied so easily online. No. But I guess there's there's always like a negative to every type of uh, form of innovation. Yeah. True. Uh, I forgot who said oh, it, but they yeah, said we like, got hella deep. We got hella deep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think to trip the move, we're gonna have to play some guy theme music. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta play some golf music. Uh, right, well, yeah, yeah. Play some Pokemon Verdean City. You gotta gotta lighten the mood. We just, we just oh, got hella, just, got, we just got deep on them. No, I think you know everything you do affects someone else. True. Uh, yeah. Be it positive or negative. So before you think about doing something negative, think about now how it's going to affect that person and also the people around them before you do anything. Right. Hope you're listening, kids, and don't do drugs. Yeah, man. That, Correct. That's that true. That's true. Unless, uh, besides uh, prescription drugs that your doctor recommends. <laughs> Those are the worst ones sometimes. Those are sometimes even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Easily accessible. Let, let's edit that part out. What's the thing that they used to say when you used to play the arcade games? Winners don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. winners don't do drugs. Oh, it's in the beginning yeah, when you start up the arcade machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's our first episode. I think that went pretty well. Um few issues but that's just because this is the first time we've ever done this um but i think it went pretty well um let's tell them about the games that we're playing and things that we're looking forward to um i guess you can start off rob uh what games are you playing right now 
Well, right now I have been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 mm-hmm. by myself. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to get back to the game. Still haven't beaten it yet. How have you not beaten the game? Well, yeah, you didn't stay up with me and Rob to play the game yet. Yeah, you guys went ham, yeah? Yeah, we stayed up to like 3 in the morning. Bro. I'm close to beating it, though, but... <laughs> Rob's falling asleep. This guy will not let me go to sleep until we beat... <laughs> oh, wait, I'm about game. to spoil the ending. Until <laughs> uh, we beat the final boss. Um, <laughs> been playing that. A lot more combat. 11. Okay. Of course, Smash Bros. Yeah. Um, games I'm looking for... I got to pick up Mario uh, Maker 2. That's something I've been... Uh, yeah, I've been... Yeah, I got to uh, get that. I've been on the back burner. I have to pick that up once uh, Sprint refunds me all my, my hundreds of millions of dollars. Hey. Probably pick that up. Uh, that and also the Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm very excited for because I am a Pokemon fan. Um, that's it. Oh, and I had to try out Janimba today on Pokemon and Dragon Ball Fighters. So that's what I'm that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, okay. I gotta get back. I to mean, the game. oh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yes. Yeah, the only game I'm playing right now is Smash. Okay. But the games I am looking forward to is uh, Shemu 3. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of curious about Death Stranding. A the game bit. looks interesting. Um, what else? Last of Us 2, whenever that comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Same. Whenever that game comes out. Also, uh, so the makers of... Uh, this is... A, I forgot the survival horror game. Uh, it's like a like a horror movie, kind of. Oh, yeah, I um, forgot the name. Sorry, apologies in advance, guys. Um, but they they're making another one and it's like a bunch of guys a bunch of kids teenagers on a boat they yeah, on a yeah, cruise yeah. or something like that it's, they get stranded on a cruise it's like a horror anthology like um, game yeah so that game looks really interesting and yeah that's pretty much it as of now I might and don't call me this might my dib and dab and sword and shield let's just see how it is oh man let's see, how, let's see let's see um, Let's see. Well, they got they got yeah. the new uh, uh the zigzagoon, you know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a slacking Makuhita guy. At least my um my main Crazy. is in there. Charizard, not um Garchomp. Sorry, Rob. RIP, man. Uh, I haven't really been playing too much stuff, but yeah, I've been playing like Ultimate Alliance three a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Rob. I've been getting back into League of Legends. <laughs> And I've been playing Apex. Yeah, so Apex, yeah. Uh, a little bit of League of Legends, and uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and oh, yeah, and Smash. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, um, I've been playing Apex as well, um, Smash as, as well. And um, games that I'm looking forward to are. Um, I'm looking forward to um, Vampire the Masquerade. You guys probably aren't familiar with that game it was a pc game um back in the day um didn't play it back then but um i was interested in it when i saw it in like the what wizard magazine um and i finally got to play it once i got my gaming pc but there's a refresh coming out or i guess it's a continuation but it's of course modern day graphics and things like that so it looks pretty interesting um and then a game that i'm definitely looking forward to is um cyberpunk um 2077 wow that game looks interesting yeah oh, see, I'm, a little ske- I'm, a, I'm a little skeptical about that game because yeah, I'm like, that's not a game like that was hyped up watch dogs watch dogs is a good game was it watch Dogs? yeah was it watch dogs which is the one with the graffiti the internet yeah, yeah it was watch dogs yeah, watch, dogs. Yeah, watch yeah. dogs was a good game it wasn't fun it- <laughs> 
The only issue with Watch Dogs hey, was yo. the Ooh. fact that <laughs> this guy. No, it was good. The only issue. You're an asshole. Yeah, the only issue was the fact that the game showed stuff at E3 that wasn't going to be in the final build. It showed higher fidelity of graphics and a bunch of other um, features that never made it in. When you, if you didn't see the E3 trailer and you just bought Watch Dogs, you wouldn't have had an issue with the game. But other than that, um, um, what did I say? What I was playing? Uh, Apex. Um, of course, I'm playing my Japanese RPGs. I'm playing um, Fire Emblem: The Three Houses. Um, love that game. Um, and <laughs> I'm about to get made fun of right now. Uh, I've been playing. Um, one of my favorite RPG um, series that I got introduced to um, from the PSP days. So I've been playing it on my PS Vita. Oh, man. PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> wow. Said, oh, man. Oh, man. Days. I said RPG. Um, I'm playing The Legend of Heroes. This one is Legend of Heroes Cold Steel. Why does it sound so familiar? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Is that on Vita? Yeah, it's on Vita and PS4 technically. Wait, what's a what's a what's a Vita? Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, yes, I've been playing that because I wish that um, Sony focused more on like the Japanese RPG and like Monster Hunter type games, and the Vita would have been fine. Uh, this is a different game, never mind. Yeah, so it's a typical high school kids. Oh man, high school kids hate the world. Yeah, they go to a military school, and I was yeah. gonna—I forgot to mention uh, Gears Five. Oh well. yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that as yeah, well. Yeah, I played the beta or alpha or whatever it's called, man. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Oh, I can't wait. To um, play it's it. super optim- optimized for the computer too. Like it's very smooth, and I'm I'm so used to playing Apex Legends on the computer, and that game kind of has like a bit of a lag sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but just going to Gears, man, it's so smooth. Everything works like super well. Um, they added like skills to the team deathmatch now per class, so like mm-hmm. or per character, I should say. So each character has like three skills. Okay. Um, and they also have like their own unique um, weapon loadout that you get depending on how many people you kill and stuff. It's, it's a really good experience. Yeah. Definitely can't wait. Shout out to Xbox Game Pass though. That's probably the best deal ever. Oh yeah, man. That's the best, dude. Yeah, the thing's amazing. And it comes with the Xbox Live too, right? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you get Xbox Live. Yeah. You get um, whatever games that they release on the Game Pass. And if you have it for. Um, pc and on xbox you get it for both like it's it's probably the best deal out of all of these um subscription services and i pay for well what two of them now ea access and um game pass that's all yep we're done all right so where can they find you gertie all right it's that's gertie on all social media platforms and um, I stream on Twitch at That's Gertie um, on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and the weekends. Um, you can check me out there. Nice, nice. Where can they find you, Mike? Uh, at Winds Up Gaming on at Instagram. That's Winds Up Gaming. You can also check out uh, on eBay Store Console Cartel. Uh, 718, we sell a lot of vintage games and stuff like that. Stuff like that, so we just got Street Fighter Alpha 3, which we recently got for the Dreamcast, Street Fighter EX plus Alpha for the PlayStation. That's a throwback. Uh, Rob has, like, Hercules on there, like, wow. very obscure Hercules, games wow. on there. For the PS1, yes. It's a throwback. You got, a, you got Steel Diver for the DS, you know, doll game. <laughs> yeah, we got that, too. 
also have uh, we just sold the uh, Sonic Adventures yesterday. Um, Loki, the best Sonic game series ever. Anyway, all right. Oh, uh, come on. Different, different discussion for a different day. Yo, that game is godlike. <laughs> the only issue is Big the Cat. That's the only bad thing about it. A lot that. more than that, but okay. <laughs> okay. Sonic Adventures is an amazing game. I don't know what this guy brought. Thank anyway. you, Mike. <laughs> anyway, let's give it for our guests. Your boy Rob. We got Mr. Mikio and Mr. Hood Squirrel. Wait, you, oh, yeah, you guys, find you guys can find me on a. Yeah, you can just search oh, up Oh, damn, he didn't squirrel. want people to find the squirrel. That's crazy. That's crazy. Where can they find you, Hood Squirrel? Yeah, so you could just search up uh, Hood Squirrel or Hood Squirrel Customs online. Um, that's e- pretty much what my tag is on everywhere. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, so let's give it up for our guest. Hey. You boy, Rob. Take it off. And Hood Squirrel. <laughs> and let's give it up for our host, which is without him, there would be no podcast. Mr. Hey. Let's Security. This is when you cue the audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we are out. Later, guys. Later.